Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for November 8, 2023, the Farewell to WeWork edition. We begin with that story from the Financial Times. Uh, WeWork, one of the most famous or infamous uh, companies of the last few years, has filed for bankruptcy. A humbling fall for the once high-flying rent or desk rent sharing startup co-founded by Adam Newman and backed by the billions from Japan's SoftBank. The company had set out and did revolutionize real estate, but could not escape the combined forces of pricey leases it signed in the pre-pandemic years and weak occupancy rates as hybrid work and indeed even work from home have both gained in popularity. So, farewell to WeWork. Next up from the Wall Street Journal, Risk and Compliance Journal, Richard Vandeford reporting that a senior department, Treasury Department official, said the Biden administration wants new powers from Congress in an effort to crack down on the illicit use of cryptocurrencies, citing digital asset flows connected to or allegedly connected to Hamas. Treasury has been in communications with both Democrats and Republicans about what action they could take. The uh, Treasury official, Wally Adeyemo, uh, specifically cited Hamas's October 7th attack on Israel, which he said brought an increased focus on the illicit financial use of digital assets, i.e. cryptocurrency. So um, this is clearly an area where Congress needs to act, and the longer they hold off, the more terrorists such as Hamas will be able to avail themselves of uh, cryptocurrency. It's uh, when you put it together with the Sam Bankman Free trial, you see that the days of crypto may be numbered and uh, it is used for uh, not only illicit means, but uh, funding of terrorism as well. And finally, Padavesa loses at the U.S. Supreme Court as the court declined to review a case in which a litigation trust representing Venezuela's national oil company accused a slew of traders, bankers, and individuals of paying its official bri- its officials bribes in exchange for inside information, fixed pricing, and rigged bids. While uh, it may seem unusual that a company uh, who is notorious as the most corrupt energy company literally on the globe would try to uh, go after individuals, it is a corporate person, and they were definitely damaged by the actions of all of those who bribed PDVSA officials. But the U.S. Supreme Court is not going to allow them or their litigation trust to bring a case. Sorry. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.